0: To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com/deathpanelpod. And it feels like one of the things you're also really trying to do in this brief is push back against that narrative that's in the popular imaginary about why people miss court in the first place. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that um, I think that this is just sort of like a larger project that I'm I'm interested in. I think that. There's so much work to be done and, you know, maybe this is kind of like a no brainer for particularly for this audience, but there's a lot of work to be done sort of reminding people how unsafe a lot of this makes all of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Like how these choices and these policy decisions to sort of impose this valence on people that they are at fault or a default uh, dangerous, not trustworthy, you know, sketchy like lurking around in the shadows, like how much responding to that image of each other makes us all unsafe. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that is like this is such a good example of that. Right. Because uh, as I mentioned in the piece, like if you were to hear the commercial bail bond industry prosecutors, (laughs) uh, you know, a lot of people tell the story. Like you said, there needs to be this skin in the, in the game. We need to have pretrial detention. Mm-hmm. If someone's been arrested, that tells us something about who they are and their danger to all of us. Uh, as if like the policing is, in, you know, unimpeachable uh, or the decision to prosecute or how to prosecute or any of these things. And yeah, I I just think that um, when you sort of spell out how unbelievably disruptive something like this is, like not even just thinking about the initial police contact, which can be dangerous and Mm -hmm. disruptive, right? Mm -hmm. Like even just an encounter with the police starts off a a whole chain of events. But to then sort of like create all of these little obstacles um, to try to just suck somebody further and further into the system uh, it's deeply destabilizing. And I think one of the things that we point out and, you know, I should we have a, a footnote in the piece and I should caveat by saying that the state's categorization of violent versus nonviolent charges is deeply problematic uh, and should be interrogated. But if we were to take it at its at you know face value, most people who miss court are there for property drug and public disorder charges these are generally people who like we've been saying are poor um non-white people who are basically being wrapped up in the system and mind you for all of these cases like roughly a quarter of them are dismissed which is probably even if you think about it like i mean that's a high number but it's probably an underestimate given just like how much terrible shit gets through you know mm-hmm. like through like indifferent or complicit judges or, you know, same thing with juries or plea deal. You know what I mean? Like I, just the fact that despite how rigged the system is that 25% of these cases eventually get dismissed, I think should be like a huge red flag uh, for the narrative. But, but even just sort of taking it face value, 87% of these charges are not, or so-called nonviolent charges. And even among almost all of the people who miss court a very, except for a very tiny, you know, I think it's like 8% of people uh, with the exception of that 8%, everyone else goes back to court within a year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like the idea that most people or even many of the people who miss court are doing so for so like malicious intent or trying to evade justice, why would they go back to court in a year? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and like, and then if you follow it through, like after three years, you're, you're getting down to like even a smaller percentage of people who have not returned. And so, yeah, I think this is just one of those situations where again, it's like sort of self, perpetuating and self-reinforcing but it's just important to sort of flip this frame almost like they're telling on on themselves a little bit that like Mm -hmm. this is completely manufactured to the extent that it's true it's even completely overblown and in reality if we're trying to distinguish like what in the universe of things that are happening right now is creating the most instability is having the the worst ripple effect through somebody's family community uh and so on it is the way that the state is managing the situation absolutely i mean talk about waste fraud and abuse like (laughs) (laughs) to hear the full episode become a patron at patreon.com slash pod. You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalogue of patron-only episodes, and be the first to get a new patron episode every Monday when it drops. With love, the Death Panel.